Do you have trouble seeing up close or far away? How about at night? I know I do. Go check out Design for Vision and Sunglass Central. They are the premier eye care center for all eyeglasses, sunglasses, and contact lenses in southeastern PA. Whether it is the quality eyeglasses, sunglasses, or contacts that you're looking for, their styles represent the latest in fashionable but affordable eyewear. Not only do they offer a wide selection of non-prescription brands, but they offer prescription lenses fabrication. Whether it's in-store or online, they carry all major brands such as Oakley, Dolce & Gabbana, Coach, Michael Kors, Ray-Ban, Maui Jim, Wiley X, and many more. With over 50 years of experience, Design for Vision and Sunglass Central are the best in fabrication, selection, and fitting of designer and specialty glasses. Design for Vision has convenient locations in Morrisville, Levittown, New Hope, Newtown, and Jameson. Sunglass Central can be found at the New Hope, Newtown, and Jameson locations. That's designforvision.com and sunglasscentral.net. This is Chet with Flow Racing. You're listening to the Four Wide Salute Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Four Wide Salute Podcast presented by Line Decker Racing Engines. Head on over to Facebook, check out J Line Decker Racing Engines in your search bar and go see what Jason's got going on. On to our breaking news items this week and holy shitstorm, is there a lot. Let's kick it off with what everyone has been talking about. It's been the buzz of the racing world, not even just on dirt. It spilled over to the asphalt roll. Guys are talking about it. So the merry-go-round of sprint car racing continues this past week. As you guys know from last week's episode, Anthony Macri was relieved of his duties in the Macri Concrete 39M410 sprint car. Well, as a result of Tyler Courtney's injuries sustained in a flip at the Kings Royal... Anthony Macri will now be filling in for him for All-Star and World of Outlaw events, including the Knoxville Nationals. For the High Limit Sprint Car Series events, Macri will be behind the wheel of the Indy Race Parts number 71. So there's that. Corey Day will be filling in for Tyler Courtney for the High Limit Sprint Car Series events. I hope you guys have pen and paper to write all of this down because it just keeps going. Justin Sanders will be running the Macri Concrete 39M for some upcoming races to include High Limit, All-Star, and World of Outlaw events, as well as the Knoxville Nationals. But that does not start this week, apparently. So the Macri Concrete 39M will be at the High Limit Show at Grandview tomorrow night with a driver to be named soon. Clock's ticking. They got 24 hours. Now, Saturday afternoon, Shark Racing announced that Jacob Allen will be stepping away from the legendary 1A ride to focus on himself and his family. Family member Landon Myers who has been running a third shark racing entry, more or less used for R&D, will be filling in for Jacob until he returns. If he returns. That's a question. And the icing, the cherry on top, however you want to phrase it, yesterday, right before this week's conversation started, Lance Deweese and Kreitz Racing have parted ways. Who's seen that coming? Nobody. What the hell's going on with the water across the Susquehanna River? Oh my lord. It's insane. Round robin. I, I don't even call it silly season because normally that's the off season. 
shit's getting weird, man. And this week's episode, as you guys are going to tune into, we get into a deep dive of that along with uh, the Eldora Million, the King's Royal, and kind of roll that all into one big sloppy Joe. In other news, in the non-seat hopping fashion, Summer Nationals and Hell Tour crowned their champions on Sunday night of last week before the finale started. Ashton Winger is that guy in the late models. He's the first Hell Tour champion from outside of Illinois to win the Hell Tour title since 2004. 19 years. 2004, Don O'Neill was crowned that champion, and he was only from Indiana. So big time news there. Tyler nicely took home the modified portion of Hell Tour. Congratulations to both. And in other news, USAC has revealed its 2023 Hall of Fame class. Kicking off with the recently deceased Bobby East will be going in. Ted Halibrand, Tracy Hines, Terry Lingner, Bill Marvel, and the Wilkie family. They will all be formally inducted on September 29th prior to the BC 39. And personal news, kind of hyped about this. Brady Bacon rolled out a raffle that you can pay $50 to enter into. 200 and some odd names were in there. He was going to pick four winners and you get your name or company or logo on the side of the 69 during Indiana Sprint Week. You also get an opportunity to be in Victory Lane if you're in attendance, a signed nameplate from that event. And I won. I was the fourth and final name to get picked. This podcast logo will be on the side of the Hoffman 69 at Hobstop this upcoming Saturday night. Tune into Flow Racing and catch a glimpse of that sweet logo. I'm stoked. And I'm pretty sure my wife is still pissed because she didn't win. On to our results going back to last Sunday night, Super Dirt Car Series Hall of Fame 100 Weed Sports Speedway, 10,000 to the winner. Money Matt Williamson picking up the victory over Matt Shepard, Stuart Friesen, Tim Sears Jr., and Dave Marcacelli. Summer Nationals Hell Tour Finale, Wayne County Speedway in Ohio. Kyle Moore picking up the $5,000 win over Ashton Winger and Rod Conley. And in modified action, Nate Young was your winner. On to Monday night, Short Track Super Series North Region, Firecracker 50, Fonda Speedway up there in New York. 50 lapper for the modifieds, paying 10,000 to win. 602 Crate Sportsman, two grand to win. In modified action, Matt Shepard was your winner over a not so happy Stuart Friesen. Alex Jankowski, Matt DiLorenzo, and Matt Williamson rounded out the top five. And 602 Crate Sportsman victory to Peyton Talbot. Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week kicked off last Monday night. Greenwood Valley Action Track got the qualifying in. Rain came through. They held out as long as possible to try to get that show in and were unsuccessful. They did award money to the top so many in each flight of qualifying, which I thought was nice. And they also, I believe, gave up show up points for anyone that, again, attempted to qualify, which is kind of nice, too. On to Tuesday night, All-Star Circuit of Champions Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup Lernerville Speedway out here in Western Pennsylvania. $25,000 to win. Kyle Larson picking up the win over Brent Marks, Justin Peck, Buddy Kofoid, and Tim Schaefer. Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week Clinton County Speedway. Tommy Kunzman, your winner over Mitchell Bard and Jackson Bishop. On to Wednesday, Super Dirt Car Series Stars and Stripes 70 Land of Legends Raceway in New York. 10000 to win. Tim Fuller picking up the victory over Matt Shepard, Peter Britton, Max McLaughlin, and Jimmy Phelps. Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week Action Track USA. 
Damon Paul, your winner over Kyle Lick and Alex Rupert. And in speedster action, the man with too many victories to date, Billy Pouch, was the winner. On to Thursday, Short Track Super Series North Region event, Richie Evans remembered 61 Utica Rome Speedway in New York. Modifieds running a 61 lap feature for $6,100 to win. 602 Crate Sportsman competing for $2,061 to win. Matt Shepard, your winner over Matt Williamson, Tim Fuller, Stuart Friesen, and Eric Rudolph. And in 602 Crate Sportsman Action, Matt Janzik was your winner. World of Outlaw Sprints, Brickers Bash, Baps Motor Speedway, 10,000 to win, which was rained out on Wednesday. They were able to get a rain date for the following day. And this is what we get. David Gravel picking up the win over Brad Sweet, Logan Schuhart, Carson Macedo, and Brent Marks. USAC Silver Crown, Winchester Speedway in Indiana, 8,000 to win. Cody Swanson picking up the win over Bobby Santos. Derek Bishak, CJ Leary, and Davey Hamilton Jr. were the top five. Lucas Oil Late Models, Go 50, Houston Speedway in South Dakota, 12,000 to win. No surprise here. Ricky Thornton Jr. picking up the win. Getting it done over Bobby Pierce, Jonathan Davenport, Chad Simpson, and Tim McCready. Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week, Airport Speedway down in Delaware. Mr. Motorsports himself, as I call him, Zach Beeler, your winner over Sheldon Creed and Trevor Klein. On to Friday, World of Outlaw Sprints, Morgan Cup, Champion Racing Oil Summer Nationals, Williams Grove Speedway, 15000 to win. In a very surprising victory that I don't even think Johnny Gibson seen coming. Logan Schuhart picked up the win at the stripe over Brad Sweet, Rico Abreu, Sheldon Hodenshield, and Carson Macedo. All-Star Circuit of Champions 34 Raceway in Iowa. Zeb Wise getting the victory over Aaron Reutzel, Austin McCarl, Jamie Veal, and Buddy Kofoid. Lucas Oil ASCS Rush County Speedway in Kansas unfortunately succumbed to the rain. USAC Sprints Indiana Sprint Week kicking off at Gas City I-69 Speedway, 8,000 to win. Justin Grant, your winner over Robert Ballou, Brady Bacon, Mitchell Moles, and KTJ Kevin Thomas Jr. Extreme Outlaw Midgets back in action after over a month. Doe Run Raceway, 4,000 to win. A great battle at the end of this feature. If you did not get a chance to see that, go check it out. Zach Dom sneaking out a win over Jade Abadizian, Daniel Whitley, Taylor Reimer, and Gavin Miller. Lucas Oil Late Models, 13th Annual Silver Dollar Nationals, Houston Speedway in South Dakota. Rained out. They moved their qualifying heats that were supposed to be run Friday night to Saturday afternoon. Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week Friday night, Linda's Speedway, Tommy Kunzman picking up the victory over Brian Carber and Alex Rupert. In local action, Big Diamond Speedway modified victory to Mike Guler, 602 Crate Sportsman win to Jordan Henn, 602 Crate Sportsman rookie victory to Bryce Bayshore, and Roadrunner victory to Alex Schofstall. Georgetown Speedway had the Gary Simpson Tribute Race 12,000 to win, Unfortunately, that ended up being rained out. Albany Saratoga also did rain out, as well as Accord. Outlaw Speedway and Utica Rome were off. Can-Am Speedway also a rain out. Brewerton Speedway, however, did run. Dirt Car Modified victory to Larry White and Dirt Car Sportsman win to Nick Root. Penn Can Speedway modified victory to Brian Malcolm and 602 Crate Sportsman win to Alan Kellogg. Ransomville Speedway saw Gary Lindbergh picking up a modified victory and Cody McPherson picking up a 602 Crate Sportsman win. On to Saturday, World of Outlaw Sprints Champion Racing Oil Summer Nationals Williams Grove Speedway, 20,000 to win. Believe it or not, first victory at Williams Grove Speedway for the one and only Rico Abreu. Picking up that win over David Gravel, Brent Marks, Spencer Baston, and Justin Peck. 
All-Star Circuit of Champions Rubble on the River, Spoon River Speedway in Illinois, 8,000 to win. Bill Baylog, your winner over Zeb Wise, Greg Wilson, Craig Kinzer, and Chris Windham. Lucas Oil ASCS 81 Speedway in Kansas. Jason Martin, your winner over Matt Covington, Jordan Mallett, Jake Buback, and Howard Moore. USAC Sprints, Indiana Sprint Week, Kokomo Speedway, 8,000 to win. CJ Leary picking up the win over Brady Bacon, Carson Garrett, Emerson Axum, and Logan Seavey. Extreme Outlaw Midgets, Southern Illinois Raceway in Illinois, of course, 4,000 to win. Jade Avedesian gets her redemption over Zach Dom, Taylor Reimer, Kyle Jones, and Cannon McIntosh. Lucas Oil Late Models, once again, 13th Annual Silver Dollar Nationals, Houston Speedway, $53,000 to win. Brandon Shepard picking up the big check over Bobby Pierce, Hudson O'Neill, Ricky Thornton Jr., and Tyler Erb. Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week, Clyde Martin Memorial Speedway, otherwise known as Lanco. Christian Bruno picking up the $10,000 win over Damon Paul and Kyle Spence. And after it's all said and done, the aforementioned Mr. Motorsports, Zach Beeler, named your 600 Speed Week champion. On to local action, Grandview Speedway, modified victory to Mike Guler and sportsman win to Logan Watt. New Egypt Speedway, modified victory to Ryan Godown and 602 Great Sportsman win to Joe Toth. Bridgeport was off. They had flat track motorbikes in action. Orange County Speedway was off for the fair. Fonda Speedway, modified win to Matt DiLorenzo and 602 Great Sportsman win to Clayton Dumond. Woodhall Raceway, modified victory to Joe Jin and 602 Great Sportsman win to Kenny Peoples Jr. Land of Legends, modified victory to Peter Britton and 602 Create Sportsman win to Nick Cooper. Thunder Mountain, modified victory to Nick Nye, Dirt Car Sportsman win to Ray Leonard. Lebanon Valley Speedway, Dirt Car Big Block victory to Andy Bacchetti, Dirt Car Small Block win to Ray Hall Jr. and 602 Create Sportsman win to Brady Cordova. Fulton Speedway, Dirt Car modified win to Tim Sears Jr., Dirt Car Sportsman victory to Remington Ham. Afton Motorsports Park, double modified features, wins to Danny Creedon and Brett Tonkin. 602 Great Sportsman win to Dustin Harris. Lincoln and Port Royal were both off. On to last night. On to last night, All-Star Circuit of Champions, Red Hill Raceway in Illinois, Bill Baylog goes back-to-back victories, this time getting it done over Kerry Madsen, Zeb Wise, Cole Macedo, and Anthony Macri. USAC Sprints, Indiana Sprint Week, Lawrenceburg Speedway, 8,000 to win. Scary moment for Pennsylvania's own Alex Bright on the initial green making contact with Jake Swanson, sending Alex Bright's car in a horrifying barrel roll down the front stretch, ending almost going into turn one. He was conscious, was uh, talking with the safety crew. As of this morning, he does have contusions on his lungs and has a broken wrist. He has reached out to social media to indicate he is okay and will be back when he is all healed up, and as he put it, not this week. The race did continue on with Justin Grant picking up the win over Jake Swanson, Brady Bacon, Kevin Thomas Jr., and Dason Persley, rounding out the top five. Seals Grove Speedway also in action, 4-10 victory to Devin Borden, and URC victory to Josh Weller. Those are your results. On to our upcoming events. A lot of stuff in store. Kicking off with the Short Track Super Series North Region. Tuesday, Autodrome Granby. Quebec, Canada, 10,000 to win. And Wednesday, they head to Les RPM Speedway, also in Quebec, Canada, 10,000 to win. Those will both be on Flow Racing. 
World of Outlaw Sprints this Saturday night, Empire State Challenge weekend, Weed Sports Speedway in New York, and that will be on Dirt Vision. All-Star Circuit of Champions Wednesday, Benton Speedway in Missouri, Thursday, Lake Ozark Speedway also in Missouri, Friday, I-70 Speedway also in Missouri, and Saturday night they head to Knoxville Raceway, of course, in Iowa. High Limit Sprint Car Series, tomorrow night, Grandview Speedway, $23,023 to win. That will be on Flow Racing. USAC Sprints continue Indiana Sprint Week. Tonight, Circle City Raceway, $8,000 to win. Wednesday, they head to Terre Haute Action Track, $8,000 to win. Thursday, Lincoln Park Speedway, otherwise known as Putnamville, $8,000 to win. Friday, the Sheldon Kinzer Memorial at Bloomington Speedway, $8,000 to win. And Saturday night, Tri-State Speedway, otherwise known as Hobstadt, $8,000 to win. Those will all be on Flow Racing. Extreme Outlaw Midgets, Friday, they are at Ohio Valley Speedway in West Virginia, $4,000 to win. And Saturday, Atomic Speedway in Ohio, $4,000 to win. World of Outlaw Late Models, Friday and Saturday. One of my favorite events of the year, if I had to pick. Prairie Dirt Classic, the PDC, Fairbury American Legion Speedway, otherwise known as Falls. 50000 to win the finale on Saturday night. XR Super Series tonight and tomorrow, Elkhorn 100, Off-Road Speedway in Nebraska. 5000 to win double features tonight and $100,000 to win tomorrow night. And once again, Extreme Outlaw Midgets will be on Dirt Vision, World of Outlaw Late Models also on Dirt Vision, and XR Super Series is XR Plus. Those are your upcoming events. As always, thank you to all of our followers and subscribers. Like and share the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Smash the five-star rating button on all the podcast platforms. And a big thank you to Kenny Bruce and Bill Brown and company for the support. On to this week's episode, as I briefly touched on already, and you can see by the title of the episode, got my lovely buddy Bert Wojcik back on and even a small cameo from Peg himself, Adam Rubright. They were at Pocono getting ready for the cup race on Sunday and kindly gave over some time to discuss the Eldora Million, the Kings Royal, as well as the circus that has become the seat switching in sprint car racing and all of the breaking news that has come out. It's crazy. And who else to get on here to discuss that than those two guys? So hope you enjoy the episode. Be back next week with at least a recap. We'll see if an episode comes or not. If not, you'll get a lovely throwback from yesteryear, as we like to call it. But a lot of racing going on. Go check out some of this stuff if you can in person. If not, subscribe to their streaming services and enjoy what is out there. Support your racing in one way or another. But until next time, enjoy the show. Bill Brown and Company, located in Hamilton, New Jersey, has been in the printing and promotional products business since 1946. Owner and proud dirt track supporter Ken Bruce has been with the company since 1987 and continues to deliver the customer service that Bill Brown and Company has since the beginning. Kenny supports dirt track racing through the sponsorship of the number 4M602 Crate Sportsman of Logan Watt and the number 11 Modified of Danny Heber and is also a very proud sponsor of this 4 Wide Salute podcast. You can reach Bill Brown and Company by phone at 609 609- 586-1474 or by email at kbruce at billbrowninc.com. You can also check out all of Bill Brown's promotional products on their website at www.billbrowninc.com. Okay, so we're going to talk some sprint car racing shit on this episode. And we're not going to do it in a typical order because as of 10 minutes ago, my life has been ruined. What the fuck? 
Lance Deweese is out of the 69k. What is what happening? Fuck? Dude! What is, I would have thought. What is happening? Casey, I don't know. I'm like, I literally, we're up here, we're enjoying the day of Pocono here. Piggy, get over here! We're, uh, we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have a hustle reunion here. We're bringing Adam Rubray into this here, Casey. That's all right with you. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because he was out in Eldora too. We'll talk about that. But what the hell? Put that on the big card of shit I wasn't expecting. Lance Weiss out of 69K? Like, I know they had some bad qualifying efforts the last couple nights, and I know they have been to 69K of of usual, but I, I didn't think it was enough for them to part ways. Well, so here's my question. So I don't know how much you were on social media yesterday, but there was some stupid drama shit over merchandise. Did you hear about this? I heard about this shit over with him and, uh, with him and Billy and... Yeah over drama merchandise and I, I, I and, re- I don't and know. relocating them or moving them out of the way. I mean, yeah. anytime I've been to the Grove, Lance's shit is in the same spot. Yeah, exactly. I, but I just, did that whole thing maybe snowball into something? I don't know, but I don't know what the fuck. I don't get it. So let's go back, you know, two weeks ago here, you know, the morning of the millions preliminary night and Macri gets kicked out of his own fucking family car. How do you get fired in a day off? Well, it's, apparently that was some merch issues too, from what, you know, right. Yeah. But that, that's the thing on that one. You, you walk up and down Williams Grove or wherever you're at and you get fucking 17 different stories from 17 different people. Correct. That's true. Too. Nobody, nobody knows the exact reason on why he was kicked out of that ride. Right. Allegedly, it was because at the beginning of the year, he didn't want anything to do with the merchandise. He found out how much his mom was making on the merchandise and wanted a cut. She didn't want to do that. Well, he apparently said, fuck it, went out and bought his own merchandise trailer and his girlfriend was going to sell it. And told nobody in the family. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh my god! I don't know I th- if that's actually the fair truth of that or what, but so would this have been that like? Seems to be the reoccurring thing. He needed a nil contract. And uh, uh, an yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed he needed a name, image, and likeness contract to get his benefits off of his parents bringing in that money, or would it end up being? Where- and the sad, th- the sad thing is that car is not even his parents; it's his fucking. Cousins or brothers, Nick's. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. What the hell? The car is technically owned by Nick Macri. Oh. Something is in the water in the Susquehanna River. Seriously. What is there? Was- there's something seriously going on over in Central but, PA. Is it Nessie? It, 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 there's got to be Nessie in there or something. What's your thoughts on Lance here? Since Casey and I were just talking about this while you're grabbing a beer. By the way, we are at Pocono right now. Uh, we've been, it's been a, we've been drinking all morning. You know the the usual shenanigans for idiots up here, Casey. You know that. Oh yeah, I. But uh, this, I totally plan to have a me hungover and you drunk conversation for an episode. Don't worry, it was all planned that way. I know. I, yes, I figured when you said me about being Sunday. Yes, but uh, you knew this was going to happen. But anyway, what's your thoughts on the whole Lance thing, Pig? I don't know. I don't even really know how to unpack that. How do you, as Deweese? separate from the car that you've easily had I'm not I'm not going to say the most success that he's had in his career but it's got to be up there I mean you look at the historic rides he's well, now, hold on. In. he didn't leave it apparently he was relieved of his duty yes. from the story that relieved Lance put out there, relieved yeah, was the relieved. key word so Lance got fired from the 69k what the fuck is I happening mean, it does that maybe stem off of him going out to Eldora with Macri last week. I mean, they weren't really going to know. They weren't going to go. He said he called Kreitz, got his, you know, blessing to go do it, that there was no issue. When I interviewed Lance on my century mark episode, and I asked him any ride he's ever been in on what track would you take to win the most money? And he said the 69 K the current ride. So to your point, yes, I would say it's the best ride he's been in. This is like mind blowing. And now I see comments are flying in and I'm hearing from one Brad Arnold that 
He knew about this happening since Hagerstown. Wow. Wow. So was this stewing? Is this maybe why they didn't go to the million? Is it? uh, I mean, I'm sure his performance this week and at Williams Grove and BAPS. Well, did they race BAPS? No. No, they they were there when they were there Wednesday and then they could not make the rain out. Let's be honest, too. The 69K has not been like that good of a car as of late. It's been kind of. It hasn't been as dominant, no. and I wonder if they were starting to get pissed at that. But also, you're saying too, this is probably the best Lance has ever been in a car since the Brickmobile, too. If you really think he's, about it, I mean, he's yeah. had plenty of success in the fucking in the 30C, mm-hmm. um, 14 of these cars, these car. It, it, it's it's really a toss up. I mean, is it just are we seeing the transition of Christ Motorsports going to Cassidy? I, I can't focusing solely I, on that deal or I can't see it. And no offense to Cassidy, no offense oh, to that no, family, absolutely. but I mean, I, I, I don't think I cannot see that, it. that big of a stage yet though. That's my mind. No, she races like yeah. once a month. I mean, yeah, maybe they're but, and, cutting and, and back. Aspect, I don't know. In, in that same aspect, Casey, do you have now with Lance, not there, you have all of Lance's cars plus Cassidy's plus those motors, if they're all prices, yep. y- you add that all into the play. Maybe now she's going to race more than once a month. You know what I mean? It, it's it's a, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the next week unfolds and how everything unpacks here. But I could possibly see Cassidy racing more than once a week. And you know what I could see? You know what I could see? You know the states that they don't have Justin Sander in the 39 car? Well, right. So which, that deal came out too. Uh-huh. Which also, so we'll unpack that right quick. So the 39 speed lap car has always been a platform for these younger drivers to come through, get seat time because they're not a full-time car. Right. But they have very good equipment. So it's the speed lap car has always been this sort of, not going to say a stepping stone, but a, a platform for these young up and coming drivers to showcase themselves. I mean, look where Faston is two years after driving the speed lap car. Look where now Justin Sanders is. He has an opportunity with one of the best cars in central Pennsylvania. You have, I mean, countless others. You, you figure the million last week was Schoenberg's second or third stint in that car it's interesting because people always say oh well why do especially the last week when speed lab needed to borrow a motor for the million right or not for the million the king's King's royal Royal. yeah i mean when i was in turn three and i heard that thing going flat i'm surprised that thing held on for as long as it did because that thing started going flat on like lap two of an a lap heat race. And he had Sheldon hot on his heels. Wow. But that just shows you how, how kind of locked down the Saturday back was at Aldora because it, when I say it monsoon for a good four or five hours, it, it came down. Oh, we'll get into it. If you would have told me at two o'clock in the afternoon that we were going to be racing by eight o'clock, I, I would have told you you're crazy. There's but, some tracks can do it. You know, some can pull it off. Others, absolutely not. All right. So first off, I have to throw this in here because I know he's going to listen to this episode. I, I'm going to guess Landon Price is probably going to be the next driver of Kreitz's car. And he's going to laugh his balls Landon off when he hears Price, that. Really? Oh, he, he's going to listen to this and he's going to die laughing. But anyway, that's the next question. Who does get in the Macri ride on a consistent basis? So, yeah, I know they've worked this deal out with Sanders now. And then, again, the Kreitz car, I don't see it becoming just Cassidy. They're still trying to accomplish and win things. I don't see them just staying with the family guy. I I don't see it. I I don't. I don't see it. And I just, I don't, who's going to even run that car now? I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, as we said before, Cassidy's not ready for it. She's definitely not ready for this. uh, This jump up into uh, the next, uh, the next stardom here. It's. I don't know. It, it's it's silly season is just it's on. Silly season back on. It never ends. 
it's so strange that it's happening in the middle of July. Like, yeah, I it don't make why now? Like, why not hold on to the end of the year with Lance? Like, it's and Mac, like Macri, I can under, Macri, I can understand if you have an argument, like you know, with the family and that, but still, why the Lance right now? To do Macri's deal right before the million had to be the biggest punch mm-hmm. in the balls. Like that is just there's there's like a twist in the knife there, I think. But then this fucking Lance thing though is so baffling. What happens? So of course you start running through who's available, who would leave their current ride to do that. Who would? Because now they've become accustomed to the driving styles of Lance Deweese where he's not going to tear your shit up. He's not going to flip it. He's not going to abuse your motors, you know, overuse these parts. Who's out there that you can put in that car that can handle it the exact same way, or at least comparably not cost you a lot of money, but can still win you some. (laughs) Who is, who is there? I don't know. I I don't know. And here's another thing too. Is this going to be the last we see at Lance Deweese too? Oh, I mean, he's been up there. I according to his, his, uh, we'll call it a press release. I'm not done yet is the end of that post. Okay. Okay. Which is weird. That's good to hear. Which is funny because I would think this would give Lance the opportunity to just go full-time micro racing with Cole. That's what I was thinking too. That's, that's where I was leading in that, where it's going to be full-time micro with Cole. Um, this is so fucked up, man. So fucked up. And I hate cursing on your podcast, but dude, this is just oh, I don't care. Wild. I know you don't give a shit, but still, it's just it's fucking wild, man. Dude, this is like you know. And here I thought we were talking about a week old event from Eldora, yeah. and literally within the last ten minutes, as we're throwing bags up here, yep. as well as, and then I I just see this post that Lance's. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. Wow, it's like a sick joke someone's playing on us. It really is. It really is. I oh god, I can't wait to tell Pork about that one. He'll definitely he'll get a chuckle out of that. I think. I God. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> god, I don't. I honestly, I don't. I don't know who would fill that seat. Do you bring? I can't see them bringing someone in from outside Central PA. I can't see that. Uh. What. Um. Who the hell run? Who ran, ran that car? Uh, Henderson, Justin Henderson. He ran that car before Lance got in there, right? Uh, I know Ryan Smith was in it. But... Ryan Smith was in it. I remember that. Ryan Smith was in it. Yes. I just. Um. I don't see. I. Oh my God! This is like. Can you talk about bingo cards? I'm sorry. You can go through that entire stack of bingo cards. This one wasn't on any of them. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, man. Everyone's sitting here going. Lord. Do you have that one? No, I don't have that one. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Not one bit, man. Wow. What a day. What a day this has turned into be. I mean, even so let's go back to the Macri deal and then Lance going to hop in that ride. Honestly, people are licking their chops going, oh, my God, that's great. No, I'm sorry. The results that they got were pretty much what I expected. Yeah, I agree. I, I can agree that was, that was kind of expected results. You know, it's a new team trying to feel themselves out. Um, it was nice to see Lance. I never knew Lance ever made a King's Row before. I didn't that was that. kind of cool to see. I No, that, that kind of shocked me when I was hearing that on last Saturday night. Um, but, I mean, they fell off. I mean, I don't blame him for pulling in either because, no. I mean, you know, you know, I know what uh, Pig said about how, you know, it rained for eight hours. And, yeah, but Jack was still shit. That was terrible last Saturday night, Eldor. It was it was a great all weekend either. If you really look at it, there wasn't really passing for the lead. I mean, you can look at it. I, the way I said um, I said to somebody here earlier is that I look at Thursday night kind of through rose colored glasses, just because you know how much the shoe hard shoe hard and shark team has really kind of earned this million dollars. So you know, you look at Thursday to say, hey, that's a great race because of it being through rose colored glasses. But the rest of the weekend. Kind of sucked. Well, I look at it this way, and I was actually soaking this all in because, you know, we've taken a lot of shit in Schuylkill County this year for track conditions and no passing and this and that. Mad Max made a nice big rant about how modifieds should go to these places that late models and sprint cars go to and race on better surfaces. Okay, fine. Last year's Eldora Million, 
Jonathan Davenport won, started on the pole, led every lap. This year, Logan Schuhart started on the pole, led every lap. Let's go to Saturday night. Donnie Schatz started on the pole, led every lap. You want to go to Eldora? Go for it. Not going to be no passing. Every, was there even a pass for the lead all week? I don't think there was. I think there was one pass for the lead all week at Eldora. The only feature I didn't really watch was Friday night, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing Macedo started on the front row at least. But there's no fucking passing. And then let's talk about the surface. And I don't, like, I'm no track expert whatsoever when it comes to preparing a racetrack, but... I asked the question, if you know there's a crater in turn one or a bump, whatever you want to call it, and then you have one in two, and you're racing for four consecutive days, why would you not try and fix that? Yeah, that I don't know. I'm not a track service expert either, but I know that hole in one, that was just dangerous. I mean, that, that cost a lot of teams a lot of money over the weekend. Is that not, is that not what put Courtney out? That's what took Courtney out. Yeah, I believe so. As is the Courtney out. I mean, I know that wasn't what Dietrich, you know, or, you know, it took Dietrich out too. I mean, not, you know, injury wise, but still it took him out for the weekend. It took Landon Myers out there running, you know, trying to, you know, complete his first Kings Royal. You know, there's a lot of good cars out that, well, that hole. Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, there was only. 14 or 13 cars left running at the end of that race. 13 cars. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. And the best part, let's talk about the fucking format. If you were going to do an invert like you do, there needs to be rewarded passing points. Yes. You cannot. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. And then I, I mean, we left the concert Saturday night and I couldn't believe that they were still in the last chance showdown when we got in the car. I'm like, great, I can watch it. And B walks, she's reading up B walks uh, tweets on Twitter. And it's, these are the guys who won their heat race 35th time, 34th time, 33rd time, 32nd time guys who time shitty. What? When you're fast to your two fastest cars and time trials have to go into the feature through the guaranteed time starting positions. That's not mm-hmm. good. No, no, it's not. It, it's I, I still think that the white crit's the best format in racing. I think where it, you know, it kind of uh, it rewards people for timing well, and it rewards people for their heat race um, efforts as well. So I think that that's where I think the white format is probably one of the. It, there's no, I don't think there's a perfect format, but I think the white is pretty close to having it. Or you get both. Yes, you get points for everything, but you also get the passing points too. And I think if you're going to have this kind of format, I said this about Knoxville too last year. Yeah. Um, where you, the the things with Knoxville, like you had Logan Schuhart, you know, win win a preliminary night, but then have to go through the B main. I don't think that's fair. I think if you win your prelim night, you gotta you should be locked into the nationals. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's my feeling on it. Um, Absolutely. But you're right. at least have passing points or something. You know, for these formats, I mean, it's I, I don't know why we're thinking these formats are okay to run with, or these drivers think they're okay to run with. But what's showing that they think it's okay to run with them is that they keep showing up to these big races because it pays well. I've learned. I mean, that's, I've learned over the last few months in all of my conundrums of racetracks and shady shit they do across the board that. It will continue to happen as long as people show up. They don't yep, care. That's a problem. There are tracks that I absolutely know 1000% do shady shit. They screw people and they know they do. And their answer is, well, most people don't know it. So we don't care. That's no, they- fucked up. And that's that and, and here's the thing. So Kings Royal format dumb. And as long as they still pull 60 cars, why would they care? Yeah. I don't there's no exactly. way. There's no way your prelim winner from the million on Wednesday night and Brad Sweet and your millionaire from Thursday night are DNQs at the Kings Royal because they timed too well. What? 
Yeah. And if I'm right, too, that's also Brad Sweet's first time missing a World of Outlaws feature since 2013. Yes. If I if yes. I saw that right. Yes. That's because Macedo had to, by the format. Macedo had to go through the B as well. Luckily made it through. And he was your winner for Friday night. Yeah. Like, wh- what? I'm so I'm, I'm over this whole people. I understand people bitch about formats all the time. Is there a perfect one? No, there isn't. Is I mean, I liked the millions format, just like the same thing they do with the dream and the world 100. I love that format. I love the, the wheel of misfortune. My only tweak to it would be on the night where you have your six features, you should do a invert of some sort. If you're going to do points overall, maybe just invert the top four in the feature or something. I mean, they're hundred ladders, whatever, but I think that the best the best format I think in you know for weekly format I think it's the the all stars I like the way you do the four invert yes your fast starter starter's fourth and you know if you know he still got to race his way in um, but I mean he still gets in on time though um, I would like to see him try and make his way into second but I do like that he gets in on time right um, if he doesn't it to make the dash at least but um, but here's yeah so- I, I think that's Here's the thing. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's the thing with time. So you watch any actual outlaws race, a, a typical format. If there's over a certain amount of cars, they will split them into groups, and you'll have flight A and flight B. Mm-hmm. When you have 60 cars for the Kings Royal, let's time them all together. You can guarantee if the track gets faster. The guys that came out first are screwed. If it gets faster yeah. at the end, the guys who came out first are screwed. It's like it, someone's getting screwed. The track's not going to stay exactly the same. It happens everywhere. And that's why they put that format in there, though, to, you know, because Johnny Gibson always says, oh, because the track has a tendency to slow down during qualifying. Well, yeah. So then that's why they put the AB format in there. Yep. So why are we doing, why are we doing, sing, or are we doing a single four or single flight qualifying then? That's so dumb. If you would have split it, it probably would have leveled itself out a little bit better. I mean, when you have guys, Donnie shots comes out times like 30th gravel was like 32nd. Now I do know looking at like the top 10, they were only uh, a 10th off from each other or two tenths off from each other. So they were really close, but you still have to split it with 60 fucking cars. And here's the thing. Here's the one thing I noticed too. So those heat races, Six heat races on Saturday. The guys that made it into the A from the heat races, the first heat started first, second, and fourth. The next four were first, second, and third starting positions. And then the last one was first, second, and fourth. So no one past fourth made it into the A through the heat race. That's atrocious. It's fucked. It's fucked up. And it's it's not right. Congratulations. I, I don't congratulations, Landon Myers. You made the A. In a shitty way. Yeah. Which also we we overlooked this uh, breaking news from yesterday as well. In the middle of a two day show at the World of Outlaws events at Williams Grove, one of your tour regulars, Platinum guys, decides he's going to take some time off and stay home. Yeah. Jacob Allen yeah. is out of the 1A for who knows how long. But he did it in the middle of a two-day show at the Grove. is very odd. It, again, it goes back to this whole silly season thing here where what the hell's happening here? You know, I, I, I hope Jacob's all right. You know, I hope that, you know, he can go and, you know, do what he needs to do and hopefully get back in a 1A soon. Um, you know, obviously I don't obviously I don't know what's going on there. Um, but I, I think they got a good guy in Landon Myers going in that car. He's obviously fast. He's been fast in his own 19 car. It seems like every time that car comes out of Lincoln, he's always been a, a front runner. So I think he'll do very well in the 1A car. But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I love shark racing. I love the guys on that team. I've known them for years now. Um, but I, I always felt like that there was two different teams there between Logan and Jacob. It's just two almost separate entities. It, it doesn't feel like sometimes they're teammates um, in a way, but 
I just I don't I don't know how much I want to get into this here, but I also just hope that Jacob's all right and that he will be okay and we'll get to see him back here soon. Absolutely. There was no in the release, nothing was stated about injuries or anything like that. Just wanted to step back, take some time with his family and friends. And he's one that I always thought that if racing were to end, he'd be okay with it kind of thing. I never got the impression that he was one of these guys that like, you know, would go bonkers without racing, but they reminded me of how it used to be with Brandon and little Freddie, when you would see them yes. roll in and here comes Freddie's car in the big rig with big Fred driving. And here it comes behind him, a pickup truck with a flatbed with Brandon's car on it. That's now not saying Jacob had the same situation. They both had rigs and stuff, but I always got the impression that there were different levels here. I mean, look, you know it as well as I do. Bobby Allen told Logan Schuhart, you're going to win the million. But what about your son? Yeah. It's, Did you tell him that too? Uh, it's, I, I, I don't know, man. It's hard. It, it's just, it's, it's hard. some weird stuff right now. Well, again, family working together can be absolutely great. And it can also be very toxic. Yes, it can be a blessing and a curse at the same time. You're right. You're absolutely right. I've seen it work wonders. I've seen it go completely sideways, too. And um, I mean, I don't know. And Landon Myers is a relative of the family. He's been running the 1M, which is their R&D car. They've been testing all kinds of different setups and all kinds of shit on that 1M car. So he's definitely tied into the family. I think he'll blend right in well with everyone. And, mm -hmm. you know, hey, he's got a chance to shine now. So go balls out, really. But a very strange 10 to 12 day stretch we've had with all of this shit going on. And unfortunately, it's all coming out of central PA. Like, what in the hell's happening? Um, so one thing I did want to I did want to bring up too. what's your take on the car count for the million? I mean, I think they got pretty close to what everyone was realistically expecting. Um, I, I thought it was a decent car count. I thought, you know, for guys that ran for a million bucks, um, took the chance. What, what was there? Like, uh, what was it? 60 some? 80, I think it was? 84 entries. If you count, if you count Macri and Lance as two separate entries. Yeah, it was 84. All right. So, so we'll call 83 then. I think that's, that's a fine number. I, I think, you know, you're right there. Kind of, you're right there at that Knoxville number. Um, I think you had guys that, you know, you had your Ohio guys, your PA, I mean, you had guys from, from all across the country for this race because it's a million bucks. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I thought it was a fine number. I thought it was about what everyone was expecting, about 80 cars. I know it wasn't probably going to hit the Knoxville number because um, I also think that guys are trying to get ready for Knoxville too. So you're not going to get your Knoxville guys. Um, you're not going to get those. Here's the fun part. You bring up Knoxville at the same time. They, oddly enough, Knoxville Raceway released their first batch of entries for the Knoxville Nationals during the million and interesting comical right I love this shit it makes yeah. me laugh but that wasn't on purpose or anything so there's 84 guys running for a million dollars Knoxville's first batch of entries for the Knoxville Nationals had 42 names on that list and I went through all of them 16 of those guys were not at Eldora for a million but they're going to sign up to go run for 175000 So is that attestive to there's no way I'm going to beat them guys at Eldora, but I run Knoxville every year and this is a historical event. I have to go run it. I, I think it's more historical facts of it, Casey, if, we're, if I'm being honest with you, because um, <sighs> the Knoxville Nationals is the biggest race of the year. It, without that, it is the biggest sprint car race in the world. Yeah, uh, I know the million dollar is the biggest paying sprint car race in the world, but I think the prestige of the Knoxville Nationals is more than what the other million is. I know because, I mean, obviously, you don't know when the million is going to be ran again. If they're going to do this like every other year, we could have late model sprints, you know, and do that kind of deal. If they're ever going to run it again, who knows? Um, I hope they do. I like to get out for the million at some point, but I just, it, it's just, I, I feel like it's a more historical presence of Knoxville that is giving them more car count than what the million will get. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's the event. Everyone. It's fucking Knoxville Nationals, it's, man. It's, I mean, 
It's the event everyone goes to every year. It's been around yeah. since the Stone Age. It's it's just what it is. But it was just fascinating that, you know, a third of those names on that list were not at not at Eldora. It was just weird. But no, it's what it is. You know, Logan Shuhart definitely put on a clinic at Eldora. He earned himself a million dollars by doing so. Yeah, he didn't pass anyone, but not his fault. No one was in front of him to pass. But, um, you know, I thought it was, I was on page with you. Larson wrecked out of the race. You want to see him get beat on the lead lap. I would have liked to see Larson lose a million rather than see him wrecked out. That That's kind of my feeling on that. Right. I mean, I know I, I would rather, I didn't want Larson to win a million. If I'm, you know, I hate to be kind of objective like that, but come on. I mean, we're all in the same boat. It, it, went, to, it went to the most deserving. It went to probably the most deserving team that could have won that million dollars. Yes. And if Larson would won it, I, I would have been pissed. Yep. If I'm being honest, if Donnie would have won, I would have been pissed. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, not thrilled that he won on Saturday, but I get it. He's not winning as much anymore. So it's not as horrifying as it used to be, but mm-hmm. everyone's like, well, his car owner owns Eldora. Oh, imagine that. Da, 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 da. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Listen, it's Donnie. It was, Shut it was, up. that was better for historical. It was better for historical aspects of Donnie winning that. Um, I, I felt like it was more fun to see Donnie win that for that reason. Um, and he, he, he got himself in the right position. Uh, so it, it just felt better to see Donnie win. And like you said, I'm definitely in a feel better, though, that a team like the Shoe Rs won. By the way, I know we're talking a lot about Eldora here, yeah. but can we talk about that last lap pass Friday night that nobody that apparently no, that nobody knew about? Yes. Or even Johnny Gibson didn't know about? Thank you. So, yes, um, we're going to wind this down because I don't want to drag this out any, any further if we don't need to. But, yes, I do want to bring up the three events that just happened this past week, BAPS. Kudos to BAPS. That was a great event. It was. So stands were packed. The track surface was a lot better than we've seen in the past, and they know that. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the racing. I did. It was close. It was guys moving around, guys running the bottom, guys running the top. Uh, You know, thank God they were back. I, I absolutely commend them on that. Um, so the Grove, right? So I just played the replay this morning because my lovely wife did not get to see the feature. And mm-hmm. I said, Johnny had no idea it was coming. He had no idea. Johnny Gibson had no idea. Because at no point when Sweet's coming out of turn four and Logan pulls the crossover move off the top, does Johnny ever say anything about their side-by-side for the lead? Or for the win, he never does. No. And now we find out the wheel got packed full of mud on Brad Sweet's car. He's lucky he made it around the last lap. It was vibrating. Who did it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. I I wanted to watch the top three Victory Lane interviews because I wanted to hear what he had to say. I thought it had something to do with the fact that they said Peck was slowing with a flat tire did yeah because johnny said that in the last lap communication yeah. crossed or what happened did he slow because he seen him or no he said he got up too high and one and two and it packed the uh i believe right front or right or right rear uh with mud wow and he had a bad well, that's, how you, that's how you lose a second and a half lead on the last lap yep because wow anybody watching the last 10 laps of that race sure it's never even in, on the screen like they don't even do no. a zoom out to show you how far apart they are they're in completely different time zones and all of a sudden there he goes well so i'm laying in bed yesterday morning with my girlfriend and you know i'm writing my article for urc and i i showed her the the feature for from friday night because we were at clinton county on friday night for urc by the way great race chuck heaving took on the win there yes um shout out to dale schweiker too that boy he, put a, he gave Chuck a heck of a run there, but um, now the Cobra still got it, man. On these slick tracks, Cobra still got it, especially at a place like Clinton County. Um, but no, so I'm looking at this, I'm like, they're showing like the last couple of laps, like, that's a two second lead. Where the hell, and like, with even two to go, what the hell happened to Sweden? And it, it makes more sense now seeing that the wheel got packed in mud. Yep. And that's what cost Sweet the win. Yep. Um, but man, that is just. 
I, I think Logan Schumer might be the hottest sprint car driver in the country right now. For for talk, if we're being honest with each other, well, Casey. I'm still on the Rico bandwagon. I'm saying, yeah. How about that last night? This fucking guy is on a mission this year. Podiums after podiums, top fives. He's got wins. And you and I had talked about this a couple of years ago with these crazy pools I get in, and I would take Rico in a PA swing and you're like, Rico is horrible at the Grove. Everyone knows it. You're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I would have never known that last night. No, this he, guy he looked on strong. a show. And that's why he's weakest PA track too. He's been very good at Grandview. He's been very good at Port Royal. Been very good at um, Seals Grove. He's good at Lincoln. And that's the Grove is yeah. The, the, um, Rico, the Grove has been his weakest track. But it seemed like they just figured out last night, and you know that's eight years of trying right there. And I knew when I found out Rico won that race last night that they were going to burn Beer Hill to the ground. Oh yeah, that, that is such a popular win, and the, the celebration in that—that's good for Rico, good for Ricky Wong and that whole crew to get that win last night, and you know really it, it kind of get this great season that it feels like it's being not talked about enough with Rico right now. I don't think he's like, was it four outlaw wins this year? A couple all star wins are getting involved in there. Like Rico's having himself a great season, and it's not being talked about enough. Casey, no, I think. he won the race routine foundation race for twenty six grand. Yeah. Uh, multiple outlaw wins now this year, winning at different places too. It's not like he only knocked him off on the same type of track or whatever the case is. Um, and even his high limit runs have been absolutely stout. He fought with Larson, I think it was at Eagle. Um, he's Definitely a different driver. And yes, I know we can uh, give a lot of credit to his his crew chief, but uh, this guy's learned a lot of shit about how to drive a sprint car. He's not as balls to the walls he used to be. He's more patient. He's more meticulous. And, uh, you know, Rico's got to be one of the top three sprint car drivers in the country right now. And I feel like, too, that the meticulous part of it is kind of him getting away from his midget uh, experience because the midget, midgets, you have to be, you know, kind of on the on the edge the entire time, ready to make that lightning quick move where we all see with sprint cars that it, you got to be a little more meticulous, a little more careful with your moves. And I think Rico's really learned that, as you said, over the last couple of years, going with the, pretty much a full-time wingless experience or winged experience now. And um, it, it's, it's been so much fun to see. And I'm glad to see what Rico has been able to do over the last couple of years, especially watch him in Pennsylvania too. It's been a lot of fun, Casey. Well, I look at it too, you know, everyone remembers the stretch of a couple of years there where Macri was the excitement at Port Royal because he, bang himself off the boards every fucking lap and it was yep. exciting right but it can also bite you in the ass when did he get yeah. to that next tier of driving ability is when he realized you don't have to do it every lap you don't have mm -hmm. to do that you can still be fast you can still pass guys and win races not doing that every lap and that's when he jumped up a tier i think the same and thing again, that's, and again that's where i think that midget experience yep. is where the midgets almost have to be run on the boards where a wing sprint car you don't have to run on the boards the entire time right well that's what i think happened to rico now is he got to this point where he's like okay i don't have to drive like an erratic ass every lap to win <laughs> races and i'm going to tell you right now i'm making a call i don't care if this guy stays in his current rider goes maybe to 690k who knows when Devin Borden figures that same thing out, that you don't have to throw bombs every lap and you don't have to drive over your head to put on a show, watch out. I feel like that's another Anthony Macri story in a way. You know, we've been saying about that for Macri for years Absolutely where he was agree. driving over his head a little bit, banging out the boards and just running too hard. Now Macri slowed himself down. Now one of the guys that's always in the conversation every Saturday, Friday and Saturday night. Yep. But now Devin Borden's kind of becoming the new Macri where, okay, if this kid settles down, he's going to win a ton of races. He's going to win a lot of races. I mean, he's already won a good bit of races so far in that uh, Stamen, uh, car. In that Stamen car. Yeah, Stamen uh, Shuttlesworth car. So, I mean, Borden's there, but if he slows it down and just gets him, you know, calms himself down a little bit, again, it's going to be, we're going to have a, another kind of dominant car, I think, with a 23 car. You have a guy like Jim Shuttlesworth there who is a mastermind overall you know, when it comes to setting up a car and even as a former driver himself, that whole crew knows what they're doing. Yep, yep. I think there's a, a similarity between Macri, Borden, and now even Rico with the progression of calming down, being smarter, 
you know, work smarter, not harder, that kind of philosophy. And Borden's the next one, I think, that when that clicks, he'll have the same escalation. It's going to be domination, Casey. It's, it's, it's going to be domination. I mean, look, Logan Wagner, we know, one-track wonder guy, multiple championships in a row now at Port Royal, who's outside the top 10 in points right now. Borden has won multiple races up there, starting in the last handicap spot every week from ninth and winning. And Logan Wagner starting in front of him and not going nowhere. So, yeah, I think we're seeing the unfortunate uh, next coming of a, a Macri story, if you want to quote it that way. Yep. 100% agree with you, bud. 100% agree. All right, man. We're going to button this up. Go have some fun at Pocono. Don't fall asleep in the stands. <laughs> no, I won't. It should, be, it should be a good race today. I know the Cup car has been put on some good shows here at Pocono uh, the last couple of years. I'm excited to see the new car for the first time today. Um, see what that does. But, yeah, we got some booze going here, food going, bags being thrown here. It's a great day up here at Pocono. I know kind of weird, you know. To be up here at an asphalt race, but uh, this place means a lot to me, man. So it's great to be back up here and uh, great to talk to you as well, always, my friend. Yeah. Oh, and one last shout out to Mr. Kyle Bush and Brexton. Awesome. Yeah. To how see about them. them this weekend? Awesome. Even Sheldon Creed. I like Sheldon Creed. Um, nice to see them running events on our little micro tracks around here. And unfortunately, they were not at Greenwood Valley last night. Must They had some of a family emergency. Hopefully, everything is okay. But um, cool to see the bushes going from Kutztown and then Greenwood Valley and even Sheldon Creed running, I think, all but one event of uh, Micro Speed Week. So, so cool to see that all these guys, there's so many guys on the Cup Series now that are doing this, this dirt thing. Ross Chastain at Utica Rome. Um, So cool to see these guys branching out and not forgetting that there are these little tracks and, you know, the little guys, we call them, are still out there playing around. So. Very cool. To and see. you know what's cool to see? You know what's cool to see too. As I look over here, uh, just on the other side, of turn three, the Pocono uh, quarter major tracks over here. Yes, they're having a whole event over there today. I see a bunch of trailers and all that. Uh, fans in the sands here. They look pretty packed, and that's really cool to see. Is that Pocono's also helping out? You know, with the dirt side of things here to help. You know, get the kids involved as well. Like you know, like seeing the kid like Brexton Bush, what he's been able to do in the junior sprints. That's been fun to watch. You know, get a couple wins up there, G Bat. Um, over the weekend, even Kyle Bush almost stealing the show at Cut Sound here and I. It, it, it's it's great to be around. Like you said, Ross Chastain. You know, yeah, Kyle Larson run some races down here this weekend. You know, Pennsylvania is really a great hub for racing, and I, you know, it makes it living here fun, Casey. So much fun. Yep, absolutely agree. So once again, enjoy yourself. Thanks for coming on. Tell Pig I said the same, and uh, I'll see you kids later on. But that's it, man. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Thanks for having us on. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later on, man.